Welcome to the Fully Equipped Podcast, where we read through the Bible together and help to answer any questions you might have. Hey guys, welcome to the Fully Equipped Podcast. This is Travis. Zach wasn't able to make it tonight. He's not feeling well, so we want to keep him in prayer. I want to thank you for joining in and thank you for listening. Um, you know, this is the second time I've recorded this. It's Wednesday night. It's about 10 o'clock at night. We've had our Bible study, and I kind of rushed through the first one and said a bunch of stuff, and then the more I thought about it, I went, I can do better. It was the most dry, boring thing. You could tell I was just trying to rush through it and get it done. There was a lot of ums and ahs and bleh. And I don't know who's listening to this, but if you're listening to this, you deserve better than that. Now, I can't promise you this is going to be the most entertaining thing. I can tell you this will probably be one of the shortest podcasts that we've had and probably one of the shortest ones that we'll have in a while. Uh, Just because it's me here by myself, there's no room for conversation, so I'm able to just talk and get through it and I'm not going to try to break down everything because there is so much content here that it would take us weeks to really break this down and get into the meat of it but I encourage you to read it take your time with it if you come across something that's difficult for you shoot us an email podcast at fullyequipped.church we'll come back on we'll have a special episode just to answer your questions um, this is a, a, a really exciting portion of the Bible, a really exciting piece of scripture. You know, we've been reading this week and we've been reading on, uh, or this year and starting out and we've seen the, our need for a savior. We've seen what happens when man tries on his own, that generation after generation, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And we've seen God step in and make the promise to Abraham. We've realized that this whole, the whole Bible was given to us. It's God's word given to us to, to point us to Jesus, our need for a Savior, to show how God came about doing that, how he started his church and that he's coming back. And we've talk, we talked in the last podcast about this coming to fruition, that the beginning of Matthew, we're seeing the birth of that Savior and and God bringing that up. Now, when we start in chapter 5, Jesus has um, started his ministry. He's been baptized by John the Baptist. The, the Holy Spirit has descended upon him, and he's begun his ministry. He's called four fishermen as the disciple, and then we get to chapter 5. In chapter 5, 6, and 7, we could spend days talking about this uh commonly known as the the beatitudes i don't know why it's called the beatitudes i'm sure somebody out there does but can i tell you it's okay for me to admit i don't know everything and hopefully you're able to admit the same thing Uh, we talked in our bible study tonight about um it's a saying that i learned from chi alpha and that's as disciples we have to be faithful available and teachable And if you think you know everything, you are not teachable. And so we need to get past that and know that we don't know everything, that we need help on things sometimes. 
And so I know this is called the Beatitudes because I have a little heading in my study Bible that says the Beatitudes. Now it's commonly referred to as the Sermon on the Mount as well. And when we hear this, this is what's so exciting about it is the American revolutionaries, they had their Declaration of Independence. It declared what they stood for. Um, we've had other groups, they, they, sometimes it's called a, a manifesto. Uh, we find chapters 5, 6, and 7. This is the, the Sermon on the Mount is Jesus' declaration of his kingdom. We see, he, he, we see who's blessed by it. We see how believers are supposed to be. We see who he is. We see how we're supposed to act. We see how we're supposed to pray. We see how we're supposed to treat other people. It covers a lot of stuff, and so I really encourage you to spend some time and dig into that just a little bit deeper. Um, you learn a lot about Christ. You'll learn a lot about yourself. And our first thing that we need to realize is the very first thing that Jesus says in this, and that is, blessed are the poor in spirit. It's not blessed are the poor. It's not that you have to have no money or give everything away to be blessed no he's saying that you need to be that that we need to be poor in spirit which real which is saying that we need to be realize that we are spiritually bankrupt that on our own we don't have the ability to be right with god that we don't have the ability to make it in heaven that we have a need for a savior that we cannot get into the kingdom without the help of Jesus that he is the way he is the truth and he is the life and he goes on to talk about other blessings he talks about he breaks it down and he shows us that it's more than just following the law that it's it's about where our heart is it's not about earning our way or following a bunch of rules when the law was given the law was simply given to us as a measuring stick it was given to us to show our need for a savior that we're not able to measure up to God's standards and so that because we can't measure up to those those standards there must be a sacrifice for sin and Jesus came in and fulfills that once and for all that he didn't come to do away with the law he came to fulfill the law and I really like how Jesus breaks this down because you had a lot of people walking around who are very self-righteous who thought they had it all together, that they knew what was going on, that they knew who God was and what God wanted. And, and they had completely missed the point because they put all of their reliance in their self. And we can't be self-reliant. We have to be God-reliant. We have to understand our need because he even goes into... He even goes into the law and shows them, he takes it a step further and shows them that it's not just about the outward act, but it's about the inward heart. So it's not just enough that you don't murder someone, that if you've, that if you've hated someone, you've committed murder in your heart. That it's not just enough that you can't just not commit adultery, but that if you've looked at a woman lustfully, that you've committed adultery in your heart and you've broken the law. He talks about how to, um, we need to go the extra mile. We need to go the second mile for our, for our enemies, that we need to love our enemies. 
you know, he says, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you. And boy, isn't that something that we need today? I challenge you to turn on the news and see how much hatred you see. To, to open up Facebook and look, even, even from brothers and sisters in Christ, even from Christians themselves, don't we see a lot of hatred these days? People have forgotten this. We feel like we need to defend God and defend Jesus and that we need to put a stop and take these people down that are trying to, when what we should really be doing is praying for them. God is able to take care of himself. Jesus' kingdom is not dependent upon us. That it's going to be his kingdom no matter what. And if we want to be a part of it, then we need to learn to be how he's taught us to be. We need to learn who he is and get to know him. And so part of that is loving our enemies. And that's a hard thing to do because it means we have to prefer others over ourselves. That we have to prefer God over ourselves i believe when he goes in to teach us the model prayer that that teaches us that very thing because a lot of times how many times have you found yourself praying for something that you wanted um, especially when you get desperate oh lord just get me the money to pay for my light bill and i will be at church on sunday oh lord uh, we, we, we come up with all of these things and try to bargain but when we look at the way that Jesus teaches us to pray, it starts off by, he gives us a blueprint. We start off by recognizing God and who he is, how great he is. Um, we pray that his kingdom come and that his will will be done, which is backwards from the way we pray a lot of times. Instead of trying to pray to get God to bend to our will, we should be praying to that God would change our heart and change our will to match his will. And when we begin to look at him that way, he will do it. We see that uh, we pray for provision, that, that everything that we have, God gives us. Um, and we need, to be learned, we need to learn to be grateful and thankful for that. He talks about judging. He talks about asking, seeking, knocking. You know, that one's another one that gets twisted up and, and messed up a lot of times. You know, if you didn't get it from God, you just need to keep seeking, keep asking. You know, God will give you the desires of your heart. That is false because our hearts are corrupt and, and what our heart desires is not always what's best for us. I hope God doesn't give me everything I ask for. I'll be in trouble. But when we put it in perspective, remember, we've always talked perspective. We talk about what we should be. We talk about uh, when we look at the Bible, we need to, to read it in context. And so when we get to this point about asking, seeking, and knocking, it's within the context of the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. Um, and so what we're asking for is seeking and knocking. What we're looking for is for the kingdom of heaven. And so if we will ask, seek, and knock for it, we'll be able to find it if we're earnestly looking. That's why he goes on to talk about the narrow way. Um, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, there are few who find it. And so the only way is Jesus. We have to seek 
Jesus. We have to seek what he wants. We have to, we need to lean toward him. We need to make him master. And that's the only way that we find it. And we go on from there and I'm not going to break all of this down. I'm going to encourage you to keep reading, um, to keep building on the rock. If you've been, if you, the end of chapter seven talks about that. Um, he is the rock. We need to keep building on that. We see him continue to heal, continue to perform miracles. And so I want to end with that. I know this was a short one tonight uh, or today or this morning or whatever time you're listening. Um, but I want to thank you for joining us. I want to thank you for being a part of this. I want to encourage you to keep reading. Um, I did make a mistake and I left chapter 11 off. Not sure how it happened. Not sure how I missed it. But in our reading, when when we wrote it out, we left off chapter 11. So um, you may want to add it to the end of this week or add it to the beginning of next week. Um, but go ahead and read it. We'll be picking up next week in uh, chapter 12. And so look forward to seeing you and talking to you then. God bless and have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Fully Equipped Podcast. You can find us on iTunes or Spotify, as well as www.fullyequipped.church. If you have any questions, please email us at podcast at fullyequipped.church. Have a blessed day.